your ability to communicate ideas persuasively is the single greatest skill you need to accomplish your purpose and goals. And being able to communicate with influence and impact in the 21st century needs a 21st century model of communication. To communicate with influence and impact, we need to use hugs. Hugs is a neuroscience-based model for influential and impactful communications. My name's Dr. John Kenworthy and welcome to this part. Getting to know your audience. This is Understand Me and the third part, what do they need to know and want to know? We've already looked at the introduction of why we need to get to know our audience. And in the last guide, we looked at what do they know already. Once we know what they already know, we need to answer the questions, what do they need to know and want? So, have you ever sat in a presentation and successfully listened to everything that the speaker shared, remembered what was essential and acted on the information whilst simultaneously fielding emails, carrying out a chat message and planning lunch and all before a really important client meeting. Okay, now in this very short space of time, what do you remember? Not a lot, huh? You just experienced cognitive overload. And that was just thinking about those five things happening in theory. And cognitive overload is more common than you might realise. Cognitive overload occurs when your brain is being tasked with too many things at once or you are trying to process too much information. It happens when you use too much mental effort in your brain's working memory to continue effective processing. You may feel that the words just flew over your head. You stopped taking any more information in and tried to clear the backlog. It's also remarkably common. Ask any wife. A leader does a data dump of the facts and figures for the quarterly report. A manager relates every little detail of a problem and the presenter rushes through the material either because their time has been reduced or they've taken overly long on the early part. Specifically, what does your audience need to know? And I do need as an absolute. New and canoe. One way to help your audience understand is to relate something that they already do know with the new information that you are sharing. New information triggers curiosity, which is something you want to do. 
But if everything is new, you'll trip over the edge of curiosity into anxiety. And anxiety is something we do not want. Filling your presentation or your communication with all things new is like opening Photoshop for the very first time and being presented with all 300 icons on the taskbar. Or it's like visiting a strange city for the first time. It's overwhelming. Sure, you'll find your way around eventually, but it takes time. You see what I did there? I related the new situation, new knowledge for you, to something that you know already. Either you'll know about Photoshop and the vast number of icons, or you'll have experienced visiting a strange city. And even if not exactly aligned with your knowledge, the two examples provide adequate common experience for you to relate to or imagine. And that's just what you need to do with new information. Align it with something your audience knows already by using examples, metaphors or analogies. And remember, you only want to include new information if it is something that your audience needs to know. It is not so that you can show how knowledgeable, intellectual and brilliant you are. On top of this, your audience is likely to find 90% of your presentation as forgettable. So what do you want them to really remember? Your 10%. Dr. Carmen Simon, author of Impossible to Ignore, linked on the show notes, get it, brilliant book, a neuroscientist and expert in making your content memorable, shares some bad news that your audience typically remembers just 10% of your presentation content. Worst news is that 10% remembered by one person differs from the 10% another person remembers. The 10% that you really want them to remember needs to be identified. And then you are going to take control of what they remember. You can do that by noting two things. What you want your audience to remember. Three or four points, tops. And what you want your audience to do, your product or your call to action. Now, we are clear what our audience knows already. Making certain that we recognise our own curse of knowledge and taking care with our own assumptions. We are also clear about what they need to know. Avoiding cognitive overload, aligning the new with the canoe, and identifying the 10% of our content that is essential. But do they care at all? We need to understand the audience's opinion. But let's wrap here for now and prepare you for the next part on opinion. In that next section, we'll talk about opinion and then get deep into the who of your audience. 
or consider their power and interest, how they might resist, and the four audience types you will choose specific actions or products from your presentation. for listening to this edition of the Leadership Advantage. If you'd like to learn more about how you can unlock your talent, unstuck your potential, and unleash your performance so that you can have joy at work and your team can have cohesion of unity and effort for good success, then visit us at leadershipadvantage.com.